shows up. Somebody say amen, boy. I tell you what, I'm glad the Lord, amen, took time out of his busy schedule, Tyler Busley, to come by Calvary Baptist Church and let me feel his presence. Hallelujah. Amen, boy. I'm glad I'm in the house of God. Amen. I just want to be obedient to the Lord this morning. Got something on my heart. Amen. A little different maybe, but that's all right. Amen. I'm going to obey the Lord. I found out a long time ago, God knows what we need and right when we need it. Somebody say amen. I, I, I believe with all my heart. I know I say it all the time. Amen. I'm going to say it. Amen. Till either the Lord comes back and gets us and proves it or I go by the way of the grave. Amen. We are living in the last days. Amen. I'm a last days preacher. I can't help it. Amen. And as my grand boy said, amen, we're all last days believers. Ain't that right? Amen. There's just something about living in these last days and seeing the world crumble right before our eyes. Somebody say amen. I am 56 years old, about to be 57. Hallelujah. Amen. And I have never seen the type of things going on that's going on out there right now. Is everybody all right? And never realized, Brother Tiny, I preached it. I preached it was coming. And when it started, amen, I never imagined how fast it would steamroll across this land. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time now, amen. Y'all should have got in on the goody a little while ago. Hallelujah right there. But anyway, amen, if you've got your Bibles, amen, I, I want to preach on something this morning. Um, and y'all can blame it on Troy. He said something the other day, amen, it's just, and, it's, and it's stuck with me, amen. And so I'm just going to be obedient to the Lord. And then I, I was reading and praying and studying and read over it, and, and it brought back to my memories, hey, Troy said that. And it was a Bible verse. It wasn't nothing bad, amen. It was good. Somebody say amen. It'd do good for preachers to quote Bible verses every once in a while. Is everybody all right? Amen. When you're up preaching or teaching, it'd do you good to quote a Bible verse every once in a while. Is everybody okay? I ain't got to keep quoting what the other man said. Quote what Jesus said. Is everybody okay? Quote what the Bible says. Amen right there. Hallelujah. Boy, that'd do, that'd do us all better than anything else. Amen. But y'all pray for us this morning. Amen. Over, I, I wanna, I'm, gonna, I, I'm just going to obey the Lord. Amen. In Ezekiel chapter number 22, verse number 30, the Bible says, And I sought for a man. Is everybody all right? He said, I sought for a man. I'm going to take a little break right here. He didn't seek for a woman that thought she was a man. Is everybody all right? Didn't seek for somebody playing make-believe. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Didn't seek for somebody dressing up like a man. He said, I sought for a man. Is everybody okay? This preaching time, this world's in a mess. Amen. And they're not going to get taught it right at school anymore. Amen. I tell you, preachers, preachers' job just keeps getting broader and broader. Church's job responsibility keeps getting bigger and bigger. Amen right there. But we better realize it is our responsibility, amen, to train these children up and to teach them what's right and wrong. Somebody say amen. And to let them know, amen, when the world's wrong. And to let them know, amen, what the difference is uh, between the world and the church. Amen right there. And so he said, I sought for a man, verse number 30, among them that should make up the hedge. Right? So I sought for a man that should... Make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land. Amen. That I should not destroy it. He said, but I found none. I found none. I sought for a man that would make up the hedge and I thought about that. Boy, and I thought about what, you know, what is he talking about? And I, I prayed about it and started meditating on it and seeking the Lord. And I thought, I thought, buddy, what would, what would Jesus say about the hedge? Somebody say amen. And, and so I, I looked over there, amen, and, and, and I found a place in Mark chapter number 12, amen, and, and Jesus talks about a hedge. He talks about a vineyard. Somebody say amen. And so as I begin to look at that for a minute, let's look at Mark chapter 12, verse number one. He said, and he began to speak unto them by parables, a certain man, and listen to this, a certain man planted a vineyard. And what did he do? He said, an hedge. Ain't that what he said? 
That's what Jesus said. So there was a vineyard that a, a certain man had planted. He, he labored over. Amen. He planted this vineyard. Amen. And, and the Bible said, and set a hedge about it and digged a place for the wine fat and listen, and built a tower. Wow. And built a tower. He was, he was concerned, Brother Allen, about that vineyard. Amen. That vineyard, you know what that vineyard grew? It grew grapes. Right? Is everybody okay? And he was concerned about his grapes, brother. And, there, and there's certain things, amen, that the hedge does. So I, I looked that up. I'm not a very educated man. Amen. And a hedge, when I, when I looked it up and I wrote down the definition, I mean, we probably all got a, a, something in our mind. Amen. But I go to the, to the Strauss Concordance and to the Noah Webster's 18th when I find these definitions. It says a hedge. And, 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 and what he's talking about there, he says it's a wall, a fence, an enclosure. It is designed, listen to this, to keep danger out and to protect what is inside. It's a fence in Mark chapter number 12 or enclosing barrier. Amen. It's designed, amen. It's designed, amen, to keep, keep the enemy out. And, and he didn't just stop with the hedge. He, he built a tower so that men, and I understand some may live in the bottom, but that tower's there. Amen, for somebody to stand on top of and look out and watch for the enemy as he's coming. Somebody say amen. He told Ezekiel, I'll make you the watchman and I'll set you in the watchtower. It is our responsibility, mamas and daddies. Is everybody all right? I know my job. Amen, but it's not, it's not just me. And I'm going to get to something in a minute. Amen. And as I begin to think about that hedge, that hedge that's there to protect, to protect our grapes. Somebody say amen. To protect our grapes. I, I read over in the Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15, said, Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil, listen to this, the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Tender grapes. And I look out here today in our congregation, amen, and I know we got some that may not be here, but, but most of you is here today, amen, right there. And I see, I see, Miss Chrissy, a lot of little tender grapes. Somebody say, this is our vineyard that God has blessed us with. Amen, these are our grapes. Amen, that God has put under our care, our watch care. Somebody say amen. Hey, Daddy, them children you got, amen, them are your grapes. Uh, uh, your home is your vineyard. Is everybody all right? You need to be on the lookout because they some little foxes that just love to destroy your little tender grapes. They'd love to get in your vineyard. Is everybody all right? So we got to put a hedge around our, our vineyard. And I thought about it. Amen. I prayed about it. God began to show me that's spoiling. That's spoiling. I looked that up. It's to wind tightly, to bind by a pledge, and then it says to pervert. To pervert. Is everybody all right? To pervert, to destroy, to corrupt to offend or destroy, and that word pervert, we hear it a lot, amen, and I just ain't, you know, I ain't got that photographic memory where I memorize everything all the time, so I looked that up, pervert, the, the, the little foxes want to pervert your grapes, they want to pervert the church, is everybody all right, and that word pervert means to destroy, to corrupt, to offend, and destroy, it means to, that word pervert means to turn from truth or from its proper purpose. Wow. Well, we see that going on a lot in the world. That perverting. Turning, turning things from their proper purpose. What they were designed for. Is everybody all right? I can't, you, I'm not making this up. This is scriptural. To turn from its proper purpose, to distort from its true use. 
That's what these little foxes are trying to do to our little grapes. They're trying to warp their mind and their uh, perception of reality. Is everybody all right? To turn from right to corrupt. Amen. They're, They're trying to pervert. They're trying to pervert our little grapes. Is everybody okay? They're trying to tell them, as I told you last week, things the world says is acceptable. God's word condemns. Is everybody okay? Everybody all right? It's preaching time. The things that, that we in the church, that, that, that folks in the church are, are, are beginning to say, well, you know, it's not that bad. If that's the worst they do, God's word calls it wicked and evil. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. Amen. And so as I begin to look at this hedge, I begin to look at our, our, our vineyard, our field, amen, our little grapes and, and what God has, uh, wants for us and for them. He wants a hedge. And I thought about who had a hedge. Well, I mean, we read about a hedge over in Job, chapter number one, right? And we know what happened to Job, but before that happened, there was something about Job. Before God, before God allowed Y'all getting quiet now. Before God, Big John, before God allowed the devil to come and take everything Job had, there was something about that man that kept the devil from getting to him. Is everybody okay? So in Job chapter 1, Job chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, listen to this. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made a hedge about him? There's something, there's something around him in his life, in his family. Listen to this. Hast not thou made a hedge about him and about his house? Who's that? That's his, that's his children. That's his marriage. That's his wife. That's his house. Is everybody okay? That's his house. Is everybody all right? Amen. Not just, not just a building, amen, but the lives, amen, that are, that are under Job that, that he's responsible for. And can I tell you something, Daddy? You're still responsible for them children. Can I tell you something, Mama? You're still responsible for them. You know, when they're little, when they're little, we can make them do. Amen. We can tell them what to do. Amen. But we're fixing to find out. Amen. Our responsibility for them doesn't, doesn't quit. Amen. When they get grown and move out. Amen. Our responsibility for them amen, actually gets harder because then we can't make them do. Is everybody all right? And so he said, thou hast built a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. I thought, wow. God's got a hedge around this man. Wonder why. You ever thought about why God had a hedge around Job? Is everybody okay? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get to a point. Amen. I, I, I look at that and I see that, that God has, has placed a hedge about this man. And there's a reason that, that God is blessing him and his family. There's a reason that the devil can't get to him. There's a reason that the devil can't infiltrate into his home. Is everybody okay? It's amazing to me. It, let me read this. Job chapter 1, we'll start reading in verse number 1. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that, what did he say? Feared God. Feared the Lord. But he didn't just stop there and eschewed evil. And that word eschewed, that means to decline from or departed from, withdrew from, pushed away, pushed it away, removed it from. He fought against evil. He fought against allowing it to infiltrate into his home and into his life. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? I mean, buddy, now he, 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 he's, he's told him, he said, look, well, buddy, he, he eschewed evil. He didn't just yield to it. He didn't give in to it. Amen. And I, I, I read over in Amos chapter 5, verse 19, he said, as if a man 
did flee from a lion and a bear met him or went into his house and leaned his hand on the wall, a serpent bit him. Amen. And it's not always, amen, that what we're doing out in the world and what the worlds are doing, amen, that gets us, child of God, but it's what we've allowed in our own homes. He said when he entered the house, he put his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? It amazes me. A serpent. We know what that is. That's a snake. We'll just call it a snake. Is everybody okay with that? Everybody all right with that? We know the serpent. Old Slewfoot's the devil. Right? And we'll call the serpent a snake. Amen. And we know what a snake is, right? Is everybody okay? Big John, them boys. Them boys right there. If they're out and you're out in the yard and there's a, a water moccasin about that long or a rattlesnake about that long or a copperhead about that long, are you listening to me, Jesse Busby? You're out there and them boys are with you and that little girl, amen, and whatever that other's going to be. How about it? This about that long, Matthew, them two boys out there, it's that long. What are you going to tell them? What are you going to tell them? What are you going to tell them about that snake that's five feet from them that's that long? Hey, hey, you going to do that? What you going to do? What you going to tell them? What you going to tell them? What you going to tell them, Jonathan? Huh? What you going to tell I'll tell you what I'm going to tell them, Kyle. I tell you what I'm going to tell them, Tyler. I tell you what I'm going to tell them, Big John, Matthew. I tell you what I'm going to tell them. Say, hey, hey, come here, get away from that snake. You see that right there? That's a snake. You don't know what it is, but I do, and it's poisonous, and that thing right there bites you, and it'll kill you. Daddy's got to cut his head off. Will we not tell them that? Would we not show them, amen, that that's a snake and the danger's real and you don't play with it and you don't walk up next to it and you don't get within its reach? Is everybody okay? But yet, because we don't want to offend our family, we'll let our kids rub up next to them as they're partaking in something evil, a snake, Venom, is everybody all right? We'll let them sit with them while they're drinking and getting drunk. Is everybody okay? We'll let them go to the movies with them and watch stuff. If they're saying stuff, we say they shouldn't say. It's a snake. It's the same thing. Hey, man, it's a rattler, and it's going to bite them, and they're going to die spiritually if we ain't careful. Well, I didn't know it was going down that route, but that'll preach. That right there preach. It's a snake, Davin. You stay away from it. Amen. Let them do things and have things. Amen. We put things in their hand. They get a certain age, we put that iPhone in their hand. We put that snake right over in their laps. Everybody all right? We, we give them the internet. Ain't we done something good? We've given the internet. We've given the world to access at the tip of their fingers. What a snake. Hey, man, I guarantee you, Big John, that big old rattlesnake like that, you wouldn't pick that snake up and put it right over in his lap. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Zach, you ain't going to pick that big old snake up and lay it over on cash. Are you? No. Hey, man, you're going to scream. You're going to holler. You're going to do everything in your power to keep them babies away from that snake and to keep that snake away from that. You know what you'll do? I know what Paul would do. He'd do what I'd do. If I seen them running toward that snake, amen, and, and I couldn't stop them, I'd get between them and the snake. I'd say, snake, bite me. Is everybody okay? I'll tell you what I would do, Jesse Busby. I believe you'd do the same for yours. I believe you'd do the same for yours. I believe you men, amen, would do the same for yours. Matthew, I believe you'd step between them and that snake. Is everybody okay? 
Amen. But buddy, well, we just we just turn them loose to the world, and we think the world's gonna look after them, and we think the world's gonna watch over them. Amen. That world's the biggest snake they are. Somebody say amen, and he don't care how many he bites, and he don't care how many he poisons, and he don't care how many he corrupts, and he don't care how many he perverts, because that's what his job is. Is everybody okay? And we allow things in our home, and our kids come in and put their hand on the wall, and they get bit at home. That right there, preach. And so, amen, it's our job, amen, to put a hedge around them. Right? And if we see here, let me read. I ain't even got down. He's just still a shoe and evil. He's still pushing it away. He's still fighting against it. That's where I was getting to, Amen. And verse number two, and there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. Verse three, his substance also was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, and 500 yoke of oxen, 500 she-asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. And his son went, sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their what, three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so. Listen to this. How come Satan couldn't get to Job and his family? Because there's a hedge. How'd the hedge get there? You think God just, oh, I'm just going to put the hedge around him. No. There's a reason, Daddy. There's a reason, Mama. Is everybody okay? Listen to this. And it was so, verse 5, when the days of the feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them. He, 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 he consecrated, he dedicated them back to God. Is everybody all right? It'd do some of you good to go and dedicate your children to the Lord. Is everybody okay? Just go on and give them to God. Here they are, God. Amen. They're yours. Amen. And here's what we're going to do about it. Here's how we're going we're gonna, to let you have them, God. You know what's best anyhow. Sanctified them unto the Lord. Now listen to this. And rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Well, thank God for grace. Thank God for the New Testament church. Thank God we ain't got to come in here this morning with turtle doves and lambs and rams and spotless lambs and slaughter them on that altar right there and cut their throat and bleed them out. Is everybody okay? Amen. That price has already been paid. Right? Jesus Christ took care of every bit of that. Somebody say amen. When he died, when he died on the cross and he shed his blood, amen, he was the lamb, the spotless lamb of God, amen, the sacrifice for your sin and my sin and the sin of the whole world to all that will call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. They shall be cleansed. They shall be clean. They shall be redeemed out of their sin. But if you don't, you're still lost in your sin. You're going to hell. And there ain't nothing I can do about it except tell you and warn you. So we, we don't have to do that. We're not going to build a hedge around our families like that. But how are we going to do it, Brother Tracy? See, today, Daddy, it's going to take you praying and living what this book says. Is everybody all right? And, put, and praying a hedge around your family. Is everybody okay? Hey, when was the last time you snuck away by yourself and prayed? Mamas, daddies, pawpaws, grandmas. When was the last time you snuck away and got alone with God and prayed? You can't remember. You probably don't have a hedge, or not, at least not a very, very strong one. You probably ain't got no tower built. You're probably not too concerned about looking out there and seeing the dangers that's coming. You're more concerned with playing your games. Is everybody okay? 
And so I thought about that, and in Matthew 6, 6, it says, this was Jesus speaking. They had asked him. They'd come to, anyway, let me read. Matthew 6, 6, he said, But thou, but thou, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. Enter into thy closet. Enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, is everybody okay? Pray to thy Father which is in secret. Amen. When was the last time you prayed in secret? When was the last time you shut the door behind you and shut everything else out? See, the problem, the problem with the church ain't that we don't know we need to pray. It's that we go when we start to pray, but something comes up, whether it be our job, whether it be a, 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 our, our spouse needs something, our children need something. We've got to go and do this, or we got to go. We never get the door closed behind us and close the world off and get in there with God in secret. That's how you build a hedge. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen. Problem is we've allowed everything to come between us and our prayer life. We've allowed everything to come between us and our secret place. And if you do not have a secret place, if you do not have a place, amen, where you can tell the wife or the husband or whoever, hey, honey, you stay here. I'm going yonder to pray. Somebody shout. I mean, buddy, you need a place, amen, where you go and they know don't interrupt. They're praying. They're talking to God on our behalf. Everybody all right? <laughs> we wonder why our life's in a mess. We wonder why our marriage is getting a mess. Somebody say amen. Wonder why our kids get hooked on dope and get locked up. Everybody all right? Wonder why they get out in the bars and start drinking as soon as they can. Everybody okay? Wonder why they get to running with the wrong crowd. And you can do everything right and they still mess up. I'd hate, I'd hate for one of mine I'd hate for one of mine to get all mixed up, messed up, and get out in the world and get all scarred up. Amen. Their life be a wreck, be a mess. They get locked up in jail. Amen. They're hooked on dope, whatever the situation may be. And I hadn't been alone with God. I hadn't been praying for them like I should. Ain't no excuses then. I couldn't imagine toting that guilt around. Is everybody okay? I couldn't imagine toting that guilt around. Amen, as the, as the man of my house, as the man of my house, boy, and the, and the snake get in there, the serpent get in there and bite my wife, amen, bite my children. Boy, and I hadn't been praying like I should. I ain't got no secret place I can get along with God and shut the door, amen, and shut the world out. Hey, is everybody all right? But I'd hate to carry that guilt around. Mama, I'd hate to carry that guilt around. If I ain't been praying for my marriage, if I ain't been praying for my children, somebody say amen right there. Huh? That is how they get in. When there's no hedge. When there's no watchtower. When no one is watching. When we don't tell them and warn them of the dangers of the serpent, of the snake. Amen, that's on the wall. Is everybody okay? We see the, we see the four foot long rattler but it's painted different now. Everybody okay? Everybody all right? They stole the symbol from God, the rainbow, and put it on it. Made it look pretty. Made it look right. Well, you know, we just need to be nice and everything when they come, but you know, no, that's wicked. Children, that's wicked. The Bible says it's an abomination. Look up in here. Look up in here, young folks, amen. And children, if you don't understand it, I'll let your parents explain it to you. Look up in here. Bible says it's an abomination for a man to lay with a man and a woman to lay with a woman. Is everybody okay? See, that's a snake. That's a snake they're saying, oh, you can pet it. That's a snake they're saying, oh, look, ain't it pretty? It's a rainbow-colored snake. God's a rainbow. He sent the rainbow in the skies and everything. Is everybody Okay. But boy, we don't want to point out the danger to that. But now we'll tell them about a natural snake. I don't know how we got off on that without a preach. 
And so listen to this. I'm almost done. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. When thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 tells us to pray without ceasing. Prayer is the most important part of your life, child of God. Amen goes right there. It's not, hey, the most important thing in your life is not where you're going to work. Although, men, you need to work. Somebody say amen. Ladies, hey, if he can't, you need to. Somebody say amen. I'm telling you right now, we need to take care of our families. Amen. But I'm telling you, the most important thing, like Brother Darrell said, one of them is where you go to church. But the most important thing, amen, and one of them is who you listen to, but the most important thing in your life that's going to help you protect your family against the wiles of the devil and against the, uh, the evilness of, of the roaring lion who's walking about, seeking whom he may devour, what's going to help protect you is a hedge that they can't get through and the only way to get it is through prayer in secret with God. Hallelujah. With the door closed. Amen. That's the only way you're going to get it in 2023. And we neglect that the most because we get busy throughout the day. Now, Brother Tony Hudson preaches a great message about the prodigal son. And I'm not this, this in any way or fashion. I mean, you ought to hear it. It's great. And I agree with everything he said, but I, I preach it a little different. I mean, before I ever heard him preach it that way, I might have preached it that way had I heard him preach it before I preached it. I preached one time about the mother because we never see where she's at. We never hear where she's at. You don't hear nothing about the mother. And I thought about that. And the father, he's out there looking for him. Right. Now, Brother Tony, he preaches one about how the mother's all doing all the worldly things. It's a great message. I ain't knocking it one bit. Not one bit. He, Brother Tony, I love him. He's my friend. That's a great message. But I said one time, I said, wonder, wonder where that mother might have been. Maybe, maybe mama, she was up there in her closet. Maybe that's why you don't hear about her because she's in there, she's got the door closed and she's praying for that boy that went away. She's praying for that boy that's down there in the hog pen and maybe she don't even know where he's at. But buddy, she's lifting him up to God and she's praying a hedge around him. Say, well, it didn't work, he got in the hog pen. Yeah, but the hog pen couldn't keep him. I said, the hog pen couldn't keep him. Say, when he came to himself, hey, when something come to him, he said, hey, how many hired servants of my father? He got up and he went back home. Maybe mama, it's cause mama was in there praying. Everybody all right? Daddies, you need to pray. Mamas, you need to pray. Cause trust me, there's a snake, there's a serpent trying to get your children. Bible says our adversary devil, right? As a roaring lion goeth about, what's he doing? Seeking. 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 Seeking what? Seeking somebody to be a friend with? No. Seeking somebody he can help? No. Seeking somebody he can supply all their needs to? No. Seeking somebody he can keep safe? No. Seeking somebody he's going to bring joy to? No. Bible says he's seeking whom he may what? Devour. Devour. You know what he wants to do, Josh? He wants to devour that little girl right there. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Tyler Busby, I love you. Ansley, she knows I love her. I don't even have to tell her I love her. You know how she knows I love her? Because she just knows Uncle Tony loves her. Amen. And he would punch you right dead in the nose. If he had to, you would probably whoop me all over the place, you young whippersnapper. But you'd get one pop. But you know what he wants? You know what that, that, that rascal wants to do? He wants to devour her. Take your whole life. That's right. Y'all been married how long? I knew I, knew he, I knew I had to ask Miss Judy, let me get over here. 54 years. 
think you got it made. Think everything's good. You know all about her. She knows all about you. But you know what? I love you. That devil wants to devour you. He wants to wreck your life. He wants to, he, he wants to stop you from testifying like that up there. He wants to get in y'all's marriage, split y'all up, destroy her life, and destroy your life. Right there. Right there. Brother Darrell, Miss Shirley, been married a long time, gone through sickness, stood by each other through a lot. But you know what he wants to do, Brother Darrell? He wants to devour that little lady right there. She's got a name and a testimony. Your family's got a name. He wants to destroy it. That's right. You know the only thing that's going to keep him out? A hedge. A hedge. That he looks at and he says, Hey, God, I can't get through there. What about Job? Job what about Job? I can't get to him. There's a hedge around him. Lord, I can't, even, I, can't even, I can't even hardly see him. That hedge is so big and thick. Is everybody all right? I mean, buddy, look at what you, I can't get to his children. Everything he's got's hedged up. God, I can't get to him. That, that's, that, that comes from a man that, 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 that feared God and eschewed evil and made sacrifices for his family. Is everybody all right? We know what happened later on in the story. Amen. But God had to take the hedge down. God ain't in the hedge taking down business right now. Is everybody all right? Ain't none of y'all Job. Amen. So you need to have you a secret place. You need to have your place. And you get in there and you need to make sure the door's closed. Keep everything else out. And pray with all your might. With everything in you, Brother Eric. Amen. Because no matter, I know she stood by you in prison five times. Man, she should have kicked you to the curb the third time. Three strikes, you're out. You're a three-time loser. That's what it should have done. That's what most would have done. Amen. No, Miss Shelley didn't do that. You know what she done when he got out? She went over there where he was that night and beat the windows out of his car. Said, you get yourself home, boy. What'd he do? He jumped in the car with broken glass and went home. <laughs> she, she, she totaled more than one of his cars. I just hate to know what she done to his Harley. But when she got through with that, he cried. <laughs> no wonder he went to prison five times. I'd have went seven. I said, good Lord, get me away from that crazy woman. I'm just teasing. <laughs> She has stood by you. She stuck with you. I'll never forget it. I didn't know you. Her and Leroy started coming here. That Sunday she stood up and said, y'all pray for me. She said, I got to go get my husband today. Whenever it was. It might have been on a Wednesday. She said, I got to go. Anyway, she stood up. I could hear it in her voice. The uncertainty. I know, I know he promised, but he done promised five other times. And every time he went back. But this time something different happened. Something different happened. He got saved. And through all that, what a testimony y'all have of how good God's been to you and your family. Man, he's been good to y'all. But you know what the devil wants to do? He don't want to see y'all make it. Don't let, don't let up now. Because you know what he wants to do? He wants to devour her. You know what he wants to do, Miss Shelley? He wants to devour that man. Those five times were nothing compared to what the devil wants to put him through. Are you hearing me? And I don't mean to bring up nothing. Now you, you've testified. I mean, but it's, uh, it's amazing where God has brought you from. And only God can do it. Amen. So you know what you need? You know what you need to keep your family together? You need a hedge, Daddy. You need a hedge, Daddy. To see the devil will wait. He'll wait till your guard's down. He'll wait till there's a break, a gap, 
a gap. You don't want to offend them, so you leave the gap alone. But what he said is, I'm looking for somebody to stand in the gap, the breach. That's what a gap is. It's a break. It's somewhere within the hedge, amen, that the enemy can come and go as he pleases. And we've allowed so much in our homes. This world has told us so much. We're afraid we're going to hurt their feelings. We're afraid we're going to offend them. And so, and so instead of closing up the gap or standing in the gap and eschewing that evil and pushing it away, saying, you're not coming in, you're not coming in, I gotta get some more hedge and gotta get it planted here, but until I do, until I get on my knees and pray, I'm gonna fight this with everything in me. Stand in the gap, daddy. That's your job. It's my job as a pastor. And I do it, and I'm not bragging, and I'm not boasting, and you'll never come and hear it. Every day I'm calling your name out. Every day. On my face, weeping, because I know how serious it is, the days in which we live. This morning, is there a man that make up a hedge for his family? You know what you're going to have to do? You have to put, a, put aside your pride. It's the first thing you had to get rid of, Daddy, is that pride. I can't pray. I can't do this. I can't go to the altar. I can't, I can't, I can't. That's that serpent. You have to put that pride aside. You have to let your children know what's important in life. And there ain't nothing wrong with playing sports. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying you can't go out and play sports. I'm not saying you can't do some things out there as long as you do them in reason and it don't come between you and God. Somebody say amen right there. If you think I'm preaching against all that, no, I, that'll be next Sunday. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Amen, I understand we all have things that we do outside of church. That's not what I'm talking about. Amen, but we've got to make sure. We've got to make sure daddies, that we're building a hedge around our family. We're making up a hedge and we're standing in the gap. Amen. And even sometimes the preacher might need some help keeping the hedge up down at the church and standing in the gap. Is everybody all right? What are you going to do, daddy? What are you going to do, mama? Our grapes, our little grapes are precious. Tender, tender. I want everybody under the age of uh, 18 to come up front. Everybody. And if you got a tote one, tote one. <clears throat> I want all of them under the age of 18 to come up front here. Come on. All of them under, if you got a tote one, mama, daddy, tote one. Oh, see, they got a tote too. Hallelujah for the Lamb of God. I would get Brandy up here because she's toting one everywhere she goes, but that's all right. Amen. She's tired. As if a man did, let me read this. Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines for our vines church our vines have tender grapes that's what they're at. that's what he's after that's what them little foxes are after that's what that serpent on the wall is all about it's what we allow in our homes that will destroy that will that will spoil that will pervert that will corrupt, that will, that will distort from its true use, that will turn from right to corrupt, amen, that will turn from truth and, and turn from its proper purposes. That's, that, this, is what, this is what the little foxes are after. And they're sent 
They're sent from the devil. And the only protection they got, they ain't got it at school anymore. Matter of fact, some of these schools are telling them, listen, you can do what you want to, and we won't t- tell me what you want. I'll do it, and I won't tell your mom and daddy. I won't tell your mom and daddy. Tell me what you want, Ryder, and we'll keep a secret from your mom and daddy. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you something, son. You look at, bro- you look, you look at, you look at Uncle Pokey. Amen. If anybody, I don't care who it is, I don't care if it's me, I don't care who it is, if anybody tells you, come on, we're going to do this and we're going to keep it from your mom and daddy, you say, no, get away from me. And you run home to Jesse Busby and you tell him who it was and you tell him what they tried to get you to do. You do that immediately. You hear me, children? If anybody ever comes to you, baby, and says, come on, we'll do this and we won't tell nobody, you run, you say, no, no, get away from me. You run home to your daddy, Chase. Amen, the policeman. And you tell them what they said and you tell them who they are. You hear me? You don't let nobody tell you not to tell your daddy. You tell them. You tell them. You tell them. Because that's right. You tell them. Don't you keep secrets from them. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy your life. You don't keep secrets from them. That's what the schools are trying to teach them now in some places. That's right. That's right, Kyle Busby. You know I'm telling it right. Amen. You know what they'd tell me today? They'd tell y'all, don't listen to him. What he's, what he's spewing out is hate speech. What I'm telling you is right. Amen. Tell your mamas and dads. And if, you, and if you can't, you can always tell me. But you don't keep no secrets from your mom and daddy because I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. If you need me to walk up there with you to them and I'll stand beside you while you tell them, you will not be in trouble. Am I telling it right, mamas and daddies? You will not be in trouble if you tell your mom and daddy. You will not get in trouble. If somebody tells you you'll get in trouble, you tell them they're lying. You will not get in trouble. You tell your mom and daddy. You won't be in trouble. You won't be in trouble. Ain't that right? That right, mamas and daddies? I don't care what somebody tells you on the internet. You don't run off and meet them. I don't care what kind of picture they show you. Amen, they're lying. They're lying if somebody's trying to get you to sneak out of the house and meet them. You tell your mom and daddy. You know why? Because they want to destroy our little grapes. They want to destroy them. They want to spoil them. They want to corrupt them. I love y'all. Y'all be seated. These are our grapes. I don't even know how many they are. Vines full of grapes. Vines full of grapes. It's our responsibility, church. Somebody say, that ain't your responsibility. That is my responsibility. It's your responsibility. It's our responsibility. And don't let us ever forget it. I love you. You be careful. Daddy, mama, you got that secret place. If you don't, listen to me. It's not a shame not to have it up to this point. But I'm going to tell you what's going to be a shame. As you walk out of this place today, you walk out of this place today and you ignore this message. And you don't go and find you a secret place somewhere you can shut the door behind you and get alone with your Father, God, and pray for your family. You listen, you look up in here. If you don't, and the serpent bites one of them and destroys your family, your marriage, your home, your children, whatever, your life, don't come crying to me. It'll be your fault then. After today, daddies, you need to find it. You need to say, Mama, look. And it ain't a shame. I know I ain't been doing it right, Mama. But the Lord spoke to me, and I'm not the Lord. And, it does, and, and I'll just be honest. That, that book right there should have spoke to you today. Amen. You just let them know the Lord spoke to you, and you got to have a place that you can get along with God. I would advise you to try to do it every day. But if you can't, you need to do it very often, as many times during the week as you can. Amen. It's going to take some sacrifice. It's going to take a little sacrifice, but you can do it, Daddy.
You can do it, Mama. Amen. Get along with God. Spend some time with the, with the, with the Lord, with the Father. I got to hush. Somebody come to the piano. Morning. It's morning. We warn them the natural serpents. Gotta bite them. Shoot that venom in them. And I'm just gonna tell you right now if I see a black snake that long, somebody, oh, that ain't poisonous. That right there is a king snake. He won't hurt you. That's a lie to hell. Is everybody all right? Amen right there. If I see, I'm just telling you, if I see one that long, it's going to make me hurt myself until I can get to my gun and shoot it. Is everybody all right? If I'm walking along, Miss Shirley, and you see Brother Tracy start flipping out and falling down and running and flipping over and crying and screaming like a little girl, you say, he just seen a five-foot snake. And it don't matter if it was red, yellow, or black. Everybody all right? Amen, I'd have to change my clothes. Uh-uh. I remember one time we was out in the yard. I, had, I was out weed eating. I was weed eating around the house. They'd just, put, they'd just done all the work down there. And you know them, them little them things that go around the air conditioning tube? And I had Adam down there on the swing blade. He was in trouble. Is everybody all right? He stayed there. Anyhow, and you know that, that, that black foam that goes around the, the pipe on the air conditioner to keep it from sweating? Well, there was some of that laid out there. They'd just done some work to it. And I was down there weed eating, getting around that air conditioner. And I seen a piece of that black foam, and before I realized it, I hit that black foam. And that weed eater, man, it bogged down. So that thing flipped around. And a doggone about that long flew off of it. You want to know what I did? I said, Adam, bring the shovel, boy. Oh, yeah. But it was a black snake. It was a dead snake when that boy got done with it. Amen. I said, kill it. That is a king. I kill it. Ask him. It's true. It's true. Amen. I ain't telling you nothing that ain't true. I ain't, uh-uh. Ain't tiptoeing around them. Amen. Kill them. So these spiritual warfares we got to battle. These poisonous snakes of the world. Let's let's build a hedge around our families so they don't get in our homes. This morning I, I want want you to stand. Won't hurt to play. If, you, if the Holy Ghost spoke to you, Daddy, Mama, you need to pray.